Hey, 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 again, it's me, Kayla. I am your host and welcome to Big Kids. Big Kids is a podcast about existing and surviving as a giant child, kind of. Big Kids goes over the triumphs, the struggles, and common confusions of fresh adulthood. Some topics are actually helpful and you should probably listen to them. Other topics are just some kind of extra support to get by. So today, we're going to talk about credit. We're going to talk about credit cards, we're going to talk about credit reporting, and we're going to talk about loans. We're going to talk about the quickest ways to build your credit, the most helpful ways to build your credit, and if you even really need credit. So to get started, I am a somewhat firm believer in credit if you're responsible. I know one specific uh, bald man who lives on the internet who says that you do not need credit to get by. I don't necessarily think I agree with this bald man, but either way. So for this episode, keep in mind, I'm in Canada. I'm mainly talking about Canadian credit. To the best of my knowledge and to what I know of, American and Canadian credit has a lot of similarities, and the ways that you can build your credit are also similar. So if you are an American, hello my friend across the border, you may as well stay. It's pretty similar. But I would suggest fact-checking me. I'm not a professional, especially a professional in America. So let's get started and let's see what we can figure out about all of the ins and outs and confusion of your credit. So let's start off with what really is credit and what is a credit report? So essentially, Your credit history and your credit report is a summary of what you spend your money on and if you're trustworthy enough for a bank to give you a little bit more. So you pretty much need to take out money, show that you can use that money correctly, and then the bank's like, "Uh, okay, they're a homie. We could maybe give them a bit more. Your credit report's kind of created when you start borrowing money or you apply for your first credit card. And then like the people that lend you the money Send information about your account to different credit bureaus or credit reporting agencies. So there are different types of credit reporting agencies. Some companies will check one while others will check another, and sometimes their credit doesn't add up. Like, for example, my TransUnion credit report is a lot different than my Equifax credit report, but they they still have similarities. So it really depends on what your credit bureau is reporting who it's getting reported to, and what your bank or different things that you're loaning money for are are taking their information from. Your credit score is kind of a number that gets placed on you to show how viable you are. So your credit score can be as low as your credit score. I've actually seen a credit score that was zero. I don't know how realistic that is, but your credit score is typically from 360 to 850. So your credit score is kind of going to work as a gauge. You can be in the bad, the poor, you can be in the good, you can be in the excellent, and different credit bureaus kind of have different numbers that dictate. Some people say 690 is good, some people say 670 is good. It really depends. So kind of the goal is to hit that 850. I'm going to be 100% honest. I have never met anybody whose credit score was in the 800s. When I do, I will probably kiss their feet. But it's not necessarily the most achievable goal. Most people, especially in their early 20s or in their 
uh, very young adulthood are kind of hitting a 600 to 750 mark. It's hard to really reach any higher than that. A non-pro tip on credit to keep in mind is that it's a lot easier to lose credit and to lose points than it is to gain them. So you gain credit when you're using blended money responsibly. So say you have a credit card, you're staying above 30% of your limit, you're paying it off. Lots of people can speculate how to build your credit fast on a credit card, but the general idea is don't hit your limit and don't be paying interest. You want to avoid interest, you want to pay more than your minimum payments, and you want to prove to the bank that you are viable and that they can trust you with more money in the future. It's nearly impossible to know exactly where your credit is gaining and where your credit is losing. That's why there's a lot of conspiracies revolving around what exactly is going to grow your credit and what's not going to grow your credit. But some factors that can affect your credit score is how long you've had credit in general, how long you've had credit, each of the credit that you have on your report, if you're carrying an overbalance on any of your credit cards, if you're constantly missing payments, or the amount of other outstanding debts that could be lines of credit, that could be if you get sent to collections. Um, If you're close to or above your credit limit, that can sometimes ding your credit score. The number of applications, so every time you apply for a new credit card or a new line of credit or something like financing a car or financing something worth a lot of money, usually they're going to do a hard credit check. So this is something that goes into your credit score. It checks, and for who knows what ridiculous reason, they decide, hey, We went out of our way to check and pull your credit information, and you're going to lose some points for this. But usually the things that you're applying for are going to build your credit after, so sometimes it's kind of like a spend money to make money situation. You have to spend some credit points to earn some credit points most of the time. There's also the type of credit that you're using, so this is something that could, um, this could change how much credit you're building or how much credit you're using. If your debts have been sent to a collection agency, so these are people that are going to cold call you day and night asking for their money back, or any record of insolvency or bankruptcy. I'm going to assume that most of the people listening to this have not went bankrupt at this point in their life, so that's not really something that we're going to touch down on. There are a few benefits to having a higher credit score, and this is something that we can't necessarily ignore, even though the bald man on the internet says that we should. If you have a good credit score, you're more likely to get low interest rates on different things like financing a vehicle or buying a house. You can negotiate these rates the higher your credit score is. There's a list of people or companies or certain jurisdictions that are allowed to see your credit score. So these are banks or credit unions, financial institutions, some retailers. Say if you're going to buy a big purchase and you're going to finance it, they can see your credit score. They can do hard credit checks. If you're going to lease a car or you're going to finance a car, they're going to do a hard credit check and see if you're viable and if you're actually going to pay for the car, if you're going to drive off the lot and steal it. Credit card companies, of course, are most likely going to check your credit. 
Um, if you finance a phone, so when you get a new phone bill, you do 0% down, a lot of the time they're going to check your credit score to see if you're going to be able to pay back your phone. The government, obviously, they can see everything, so they're probably going to know your credit score. Insurance companies, sometimes if you want a lower interest rate on your insurance or if you want just a lower rate in general, they usually can see your credit score and they can do a hard credit check. Your employers, although this is a situation that's not very common, your employers can see your credit score, um, but that's not always the case. A lot of landlords, especially nowadays, are um, doing hard credit checks and checking their tenants' credit to make sure that it's viable and that they're actually going to pay their rent. So if these don't get you a little bit boosted to build your credit, I don't really know what will. The main reason that your credit is really important is because financial institutions are going to look at it and see if you're viable. So they're going to look at your credit report, they're going to look at your credit score and your credit history, and they're going to decide whether or whether they not they want to lend you money. A big one that comes into play is getting a mortgage on a house or buying a house. They want to see a certain credit score as well as usually a certain income, and that's going to determine whether you can be trusted with hundreds of thousands of dollars to put onto a house. So your credit score is highly important. There's lots of people that even just want to finance a new car off the lot, and if their credit score is too low, they're not able to drive it away. So if you're looking to do any of these things and you want to have money lended to you from financial institutions, it's most likely a good idea to think about your credit score, how to build it, and what you should do. So I'm going to go through a couple conspiracies and some of them are somewhat proven and some of them aren't. I like to take credit information from the internet as a grain of salt. So one of the main things that people talk about to build your credit score is never getting rid of your first credit card. I love my credit cards. I have a plethora of them. My first credit card is my baby, it's my first child, and it's the one that's going to continue to build my credit the longest. So a lot of financial institutions and credit bureaus suggest never getting rid of your first credit card. This isn't always the case for some people. Um, my significant other had a credit card that had been quite, quite unpaid for and he was constantly paying interest on it. And when the time came, he had a huge lump sum of money that he had saved up and he put it down on the credit card and then he got rid of the credit card. He didn't like the financial institution he was with. He didn't really like the bank. And I think in those instances where you don't want to be tied to that, that's perfectly fine. But it is still suggested that you keep your first credit card because it's kind of the one that started it all. My second non-professional tip is banks are really quick to give 18-year-olds fresh out of high school a really high limit credit card because they know most likely you're going to be going out, you're going to be spending money, you're not going to see it as literal money that you have to pay back. A lot of people, and I know for myself personally, when I first got my first credit card, it was kind of like, wow, extra money that I didn't work for, and that doesn't really matter if I pay it back. So I think that if you're in the position where you don't know whether you can put money back onto a credit card or you're just using it for an emergency, Sometimes that's not always the best bet because it can get you into a world of trouble and really, really hurt your credit history. 
One of the main things that people talk about that builds your credit score is keeping your credit ratio at 30%. So, or, or technically 20%, I guess it would be the opposite way around as well. So a lot of people talk about this idea, say you have a $500 credit card, you don't want to go any lower than $200 owing because it can mess up your credit. This is also speculation, but most of the time we do see this on our credit reports that if we're very close to our balance limit, then our credit score is going to go down. So one of the best things you can do is try to not owe too much money on it and try to pay it off. You don't want to be paying your interest because that's how the banks make money off of you and we're not trying to pay the banks. They have enough money. So it's really important to know and only spend your own money. So I put $200 onto my credit card, I don't go over that, and I pay it off as much as possible. I don't want to be paying interest, I don't want any more money going into the pockets of big bank CEOs. So it's really important to take control of how much you're spending and knowing whether or whether or not you can trust yourself. So a non-pro tip would be getting a credit card with a low limit right off the bat. Usually, if you're doing really good on your credit, The bank's going to call you and they're going to say, hey, we see that you are doing really well. Let's let's raise your limit. And when the bank actually offers to raise your limit for you instead of you calling in and suggesting it, they're not going to do a hard credit check. It's pre-approved. But if you want a higher balance so that you can use more money on your credit and build your credit that way, calling in and asking them is going to get you a hard credit check and it's going to give you a ding on your points. Now that we're in the 21st century, computers are usually the ones that are reporting to our credit cards. So another thing that people suggest so that you don't lose points is disputing any discrepancies on your credit reports. So say there's a hard credit check for something that you're like, "Mm, no, I did not take out credit for a sofa, let's say. You can call the credit bureaus and say, hey, this is wrong. I I can't have this on my credit report. It never even happened. So that's one thing that you can do. Now that things are ran by computers, things do get messed up. They, They got messed up with people too, let's be honest. But now is an awesome time to call out computers and say, no, this isn't correct. You don't want to ding on your credit report that doesn't belong to you. Another non-pro tip is there's a lot of information online that credit's kind of like weight loss. It's like get thin fast, lose weight fast, build your credit really fast, and most of them are bunk. The only thing that's going to help you in building your credit is time. The more that you are consistent and you build a really regular and comfortable and good routine, the higher your credit's going to grow. It's not going to be an overnight thing. You can't just slap on 40, 50, 100 extra points. It's going to take weeks. It's going to take months. But once you start seeing your credit grow, it's actually really exciting because you know that you're kind of doing something right. And once you see those points kind of piling on, you can know that you've hit a good routine and then you can start considering other things that are going to build your credit. Now, you may be thinking, okay, when I was 20 years old, I got a credit card, a $4,000 limit credit card. It's messed up. I never paid any of it. I only paid my interest and now my credit's really bad. There is hope. 
One of the great things about credit is usually public records on your credit report are gone after seven years. Some of them do stay till 10, but most of them are gone at seven. So you're kind of given a clean slate. And once you get rid of your debts and the things that are bringing your credit down, even if it's not at that seven year mark, you can still start to see your credit grow. So there's always hope. You can always rebuild your credit, but it is important to remember that it's a lot easier to lose points than it is to gain points. Another tip is you don't always have to pay your credit cards off in a specific way. Uh, you don't always have to pay them off as soon as you create the credit either. You can, a lot of people actually just pay off their credit cards monthly. So at the end of the month, just like your phone bill, you pick a specific day that you're like, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to pay off my credit card. A very critical step in taking control of your credit is checking your credit. So I'm not saying go in and hard check yourself all the time and just screw your credit right up. There's apps like Credit Karma, which is the one that I mainly use, that you can check your credit report almost every week and see what the changes are. It's going to be reporting directly from the credit bureau and telling you pretty close to what your credit score should be. I also check my bank account. My bank credit report is different than my Credit Karma report because they're they're coming from two different credit bureaus. So what I like to do just so that I have kind of like a logical idea of what my credit is, is I like to find what is the average between those two report numbers. So if my, and these aren't my credit scores, but just throwing it out there, if your credit on your bank account was 700 and your credit on Credit Karma was 600, then I'd be like, okay, I'm probably sitting at 650. I'm not going to keep this episode very long because I want to get into different types of lending, mortgages, financing, and etc. in future episodes because all of them are their own elaborate piece of information. But the one tip that I can give you is that taking control of your credit is really empowering. A lot of people see your credit as just a number that banks use to kind of decide your worth, but I like to think of it a lot different. Credit's kind of something that you're given a responsibility to grow it and to nurture it and take good care of it because it's important. So thank you for tuning in to Big Kids, this week's episode of Big Kids. I'm going to try to be posting on Wednesdays and or Saturdays. Um, if you have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at FreeKayla. I'm also on TikTok. I don't go on there a lot. I like to disclose that. So probably the best way to reach me would be on Instagram. And thank you. I hope that you subscribe, add this to your favorites, and let me know any feedback that you have. Next week, we're going to have a little bit more. And who knows? Who knows what we're going to talk about? That's the joy of being an adult. I have no idea what tomorrow holds, and that is perfectly okay. So have a wonderful week. Empower yourself. Take control. Have confidence. Be the best you can be. And let's do this. Let's nail it and stick it to the man.